This will be the final snap for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens as they now move to 2-0. and John Harbaugh heads out on the field to greet Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Baker Mayfield starts at his own 10-and-a-half-yard line. Here's Mayfield throwing, and it's Odell Beckham Jr. in the clear. 35-40, he's to the 50, he's running to the 40, he's going into the end zone. 10-5, touchdown, he's arrived back in the end zone at MetLife Stadium. OBJ! Under center is Minshew. Play fake. Looking. Goes toward the end zone. There's James O'Shaughnessy. Touchdown! A seven-yard touchdown pass from Minshew to O'Shaughnessy. And Jacksonville strikes first on a Thursday night. Hello, folks. Welcome, welcome to PSN 4 Down here on... TSN 1050, TSN 1150, TSN 1040 in Hamilton. And folks, boy, it's Cleveland week, man. It is Cleveland week here. I'm doing the show live from the ESPN 850 WKNR Cleveland studio. And it's been there for four years. We come down, our buddies here, uh, Aaron Goldhammer, Jordan Klimak is setting us up on the board, and it's it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a really fun show. Nathan Zagura, senior Browns media broadcaster does the Daily Brown Show here on ESPN Cleveland. He is going to stop by to talk about the big Sunday night game as well as the AFC North. Then we'll get into some fantasy football, some deep diving here. There are a ton of questions to get to for fantasy football with the quarterback situation. Big Ben's out for the year. Drew Brees is is out. Gardner Minshew's running wild. Minshew mania with that mustache. Lots of fantasy football questions, so we're going to go over it with our guy, DynastyNerds.com founder, Rich Dotson. So he's going to join me as well as hashtag AskAndy. So make sure you're jumping on on Twitter at AndyMC81, Instagram at AndyMCSports, and you can watch along on Twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. And get your fantasy football questions in. This is a big week because if you started 0-2 or you're struggling, there's lots of waiver wire options. So I'm going to have my fantasy sleepers that I'll give you a little bit later on. From DraftKings as well as hashtag AskAndy will ask uh, answer your questions there, so you can get those in at AndyMC81. We'll give our big three picks as well, but kind of a big deal. The story it begins. Let's go with first down. Let's go. There's so much to get to. First down. Antonio Brown. Can I go one week without Antonio Brown news? Apparently not. He continues to be an absolute train wreck on and off the field. So as quickly as it started, as much as it flashed last week, Antonio Brown cut by the New England Patriots yesterday. Here is Adam Schefter from ESPN. They released him with a statement that said, and I will read to you, Will, the Patriots are releasing Antonio Brown. We appreciate the hard work of many people over the past 11 days, but we feel that it is best to move in a different direction at this point in time. He has now been, in the last two weeks, cut by the Oakland Raiders, cut by the New England Patriots, traded by the Pittsburgh Steelers last offseason, basically cut away from the $30 million contract in Oakland, the $15 million contract in New England. And I think it's fair to wonder who at this point would give Antonio Brown a chance next. When the New England Patriots say goodbye to you, that's a kiss of death on a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Like, it's it's got to be over now, doesn't it? Like, doesn't it have to be over? 
it seemed like the perfect storm, the plan. Maybe it was, I was trying to wrap my head around this. And I was talking with Jordan, who set us up here at ESPN Cleveland Studios, uh, 850 in the Galleria. And we were like, maybe there was, before the show, maybe there was like some master plan. Okay, we'll, we'll go, go to Oakland. We got traded. We got the guaranteed money. Didn't like it, but we'll get to New England, take a bit of a cut, but be in a better situation. I can almost wrap my head around this. But now I think Antonio Brown is just an absolute nuclear. He's imploding. He, he is imploding on himself. Text messages came out where he was threatening sources of a story, putting pictures of her kids from Facebook. And you go from 30 mil guaranteed down to $9 million guaranteed with the Patriots. And now they're able to get out from under all that. Antonio Brown, after all this nonsense, has only gotten $158,333 guaranteed. You go from 30 mil guaranteed to 158 grand, and that's a sane person? Antonio Brown needs to get himself figured out real quick. He's gone. Who knows if anyone else is going to pick him up? I don't know who or why anybody would because he is off the charts. All right, let's move on. Second down. The Thursday nighter. Now, usually, folks, NFL has to do this one. There's Thursday night football. It's Titans and Jaguars. That is a game, typically it's safe to miss, right? It's not, it's not an exciting matchup. There's usually not too many good storylines to come out of it. But the legend of Gardner Minshew continues to grow. Gardner Minshew the second, I should say. And what I learned this week is there is no Gardner Minshew the first. He just added the second in because he thought it was cool. You guys have seen the social media pictures. I popped it up on at AndyMC81 on Twitter. He has like the Freddie Mercury-style 1970s open vest, open shirt look. He has the mustache. He has WWE belts. He stretches like naked in the lock. He is, I just want to have him on the show and just talk about life with Gardner Minshew. That is the storyline to me. Dude balls out. 204 passing yards, two touchdowns, didn't do anything above and beyond extra crazy, but 108.2 quarterback rating. Dude got it done, rushed for 18 yards as well, and has the Jaguars at 1-2, and two, beating the Titans 20-7. to seven. Unbelievable. So here, we're going to hear first, a little mix of interviews. We'll start with Gardner Minshew, then Jags head coach Doug Marone, then Jalen Ramsey, who, heck, he could be traded at any time, and then uh, Tennessee Titans head coach uh, Mike Vrabel. I think we're all building trust right now. Um, you know, whether it's me and Flip, Flip and everybody, or me and the guys on the field. So, you know, all I can do is try to earn that trust every day. And I think when you do that, you uh, get more opportunities to do fun things like that. I don't want to answer any questions about trade or anything like that either. I mean, I'll say what I have to say about that for now. Anyway, Minshew's play, good and bad, please. It's all good. I, I really think it's good. Sure. Actually, it's remarkable to be honest with you. And we're going to have to figure out what they're what they're looking at and what they're calling. You know, whether we agree with it or not, we have to, you know, to make sure that we're playing fast and aggressive without fouling. And and tonight we weren't able to do that. I just want more of Gardner Minshew in my life. Is that is that crazy to say? I, I he has. If you go to the Jacksonville Jaguars page on ESPN, he's wearing a red, white, and blue American flag bandana with that sweet stash. He just. He has life figured out, Gardner Minshew. Like, I, I, I just love it. Next up for the Jags, who are becoming must-watch because of Minshew, 
in Denver, in Carolina, and then versus New Orleans. Jags could go on a nice little run here. I wonder if that is maybe switching up if Jalen Ramsey wants out because of contract extension talks breaking down. Let's move on. Third down. All right. Talked about it right off the top. Hall of Fame quarterbacks missing significant time. Ben Roethlisberger out for the year with an elbow issue. Drew Brees, injured thumb, had surgery. Looks good, but he'll be out at least six weeks. This, it's it's becoming an issue now where we're going to see, okay, these great quarterbacks, but what do the understudies have to how is How is Teddy Bridgewater going to perform finally getting his shot after that catastrophic knee injury a few years ago? What is Mason Rudolph about with the Steelers? Well, let's hear from Stephen A. Smith from uh, ESPN and then Ryan Clark after that. First of all, the Steelers don't look very good right now. Um, their season is over. It's done. It's finished. I'm over it. Okay, I'm just. I, I said it the second Ben went down. So, moved ain't on. Ain't no way in hell they win. They get. They ain't getting to the playoffs. You know, I said they ain't winning the division. They ain't gonna be no wild card. I don't even know if they're gonna have a winning record. I'm just telling you that right now. That's how I feel about it. Okay. This is a huge blow. Obviously, Drew Brees was a guy that was up for the MVP award just last year, and we saw this team be one bad call away from being a Super Bowl participant. And so, to lose a quarterback like this, a future Hall of Famer, your leader, the guy that really gets this offense and team going, it's huge. Now Taysom Hill can't play the slash role that we're used to seeing him play because he's the backup quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have what it takes to make these wide receivers better than there are. And only having Mike Thomas as an elite receiver really hurts this team because you don't have a guy that can go downfield and make plays for your backup quarterback and Teddy Bridgewater. They better hope that Drew Brees gets back sooner than later because the Super Bowl aspirations can be going out of the way with this surgery there you go and for the Saints the Steelers I agree with Stephen A. Smith it's done now can Mason Rudolph pop up and shock the world perhaps they did trade Josh Dobbs who uh, Pittsburgh drafted a couple years before that in favor of keeping Rudolph so they must like something we don't know Teddy Bridgewater's situation is more fascinating to me because if you can keep them treading water I don't expect Teddy Bridgewater to light the world on fire but if you can keep pace over those next six games, if the Saints can keep 500 in that division with a banged-up Cam Newton and so many other question marks, Saints can still come back and win the division. I have no doubt about it. But you need Teddy Bridgewater and the creative scheming of Sean Payton to keep that team afloat. Tread water, get through it, go 500, and then come back with Drew Brees and try to win that division. Uh, three and out was brought to you by Domino's Pizza. Check out a large four-topping pizza for just $12.99. Folks, check it out. Make sure you go enjoy yourself. Perfect football food. Get the side dishes, marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at dominoes.ca. That's dominoes.ca. After the break, I will talk with senior media broadcaster for the Cleveland Browns and host of Browns Daily, Nathan Zagura. Then fantasy football questions in hashtag AskAndy. You can get those in at AndyMCD1 on Twitter. Whole lot of fantasy football and NFL Week 3 talk coming up on TSN 4 Downs. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. Back and rolling on TSN 4 Downs. Live Cleveland Edition. Fourth annual from the ESPN 850 Cleveland Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Andy McNamara. 
You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. Still to come, your fantasy football questions, advice, tips with Rich Dotson, founder of DynastyNerds.com and on hashtag AskAndy. So make sure you get your questions in on Twitter at AndyMC81. Uh, we are delivered by Domino's. Large four-topping pizza, just twelve ninety-nine. How about some cheesy bread? The seven ninety-nine mix and match menu. Make sure you check it all out. Now, I had a chance to catch up with senior broadcaster for the Cleveland Browns. He's host of Browns Daily. We talk about the team facing the Rams, the big Sunday night game that I'm down here to see, as well as uh, go around the AFC North, how things change, and the outlook there. I caught up with Nathan Zagura a little bit earlier. Nathan, let's begin with the question everybody wants to know whenever you join me on TSN 4 Downs, and that is how badly are you beating WWE superstar The Miz in your fantasy football league this year? Seems like an annual tradition. It is an annual tradition. We have not yet played this year. I will tell you, however, in our league, we're in different divisions this time, but in our league, there are two undefeated teams through the first two weeks of the season. I'm one of them. And so is the Miz. So maybe this wow. is the year we meet in the finals, which would be even more sweet because then he actually could think he might accomplish something because he's a zero-time champion. I'm a two-time champion. And uh, and then I could just beat him in the finals when he was just so close and really just pull the rug out from under him, which would be great. That makes it even more sweeter, right? Just just take That's it. Right. You can taste yeah. it and Absolutely. takes it right away. <laughs> That's tremendous. Uh, of course, Nathan, I'm in Cleveland, annual trip down 13 years in a row. Me, me and my dad come down doing the show from the ESPN Cleveland awesome. studio. Absolutely love the time here. It's like a, a second home. Uh, Sunday night football. We got the Browns and the Rams. Cleveland coming off of the hard-fought win over the New York Jets. Now the injury bug popping up for the Browns. But before we get to that, on Cleveland Browns Daily, you were going over with Bo Bishop, and I really like this. The, the strength that the Browns, the advantage that they may have over the Rams is their front four D-line against two either inexperienced or not performing so well offensive linemen of the Rams. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at the Rams' offensive line so far this year, they have the lowest pass-blocking efficiency grade of any offensive line unit in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. They've given up the most quarterback pressures thus far. And, yeah, they have two new guys uh, at the center and at the left guard position, and so you hope to be able to exploit that here. Also, their right tackle, Rob Havenstein, who they signed to an extension a year ago, is really struggling. He's the lowest-graded tackle in the NFL right now. Uh, and, you know, Miles Garrett's been going against the right tackle a lot, so hopefully he can be as disruptive as he was against the Jets, minus the penalties, but the three sacks there. You know, that's where the Browns have a chance to slow down this Rams juggernaut. The Browns have the best defensive line so far that the Rams have faced. The Rams' offensive line is struggling, and the way to disrupt Todd Gurley, the way to disrupt play action and Jared Goff is to dominate the point of attack, and the Browns have an opportunity to do that, and I think that storyline in and of itself is going to be critical, critical to the Browns' ability to be able to hang with and then ultimately beat the Rams on Sunday because the Rams are a complete football team. There's a reason they're defending NFC champions. They're complete on offense. They are complete at all three levels of the defense. They're excellent on special teams, both in the punting, kicking, coverage, and return games. They are good. This is a, this is, they are the measuring stick. Uh, One of the two, I think, top three teams in the NFL, it's the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. They're good. And so the Browns are going to have to match that and be good if they want to have a chance. And I'd say that's the one place on paper where you say, definite advantage Browns, and they have to exploit that and take advantage of it. 
in conversation with Nathan Zagura on Twitter, at Nathan Zagura, Browns senior media broadcaster and co-host with Bo Bishop, Monday to Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. of Browns Daily on ESPN 850 Cleveland and on the Browns app, great YouTube content as well. Uh, Browns banged up, secondaries banged up. You got the, the linebackers and, and all that. My And also on offense, Nathan, we got uh, David Njoku out with a wrist, which... Who do you think can step up to kind of fill that void? Maybe not at the tight end side, but like if Hollywood Higgins comes back, you got to like that. What about like a Taewon Taylor who we haven't seen much from, who's a quick little shifty slot guy? Is he, has he been worked into the offense enough to maybe be an impact player this week? I thought he ran some good routes on Monday yeah, night. Actually, right. was open a couple of times, but wasn't able. The ball wasn't delivered to him. I, I like Taewon. He, he can get down the field. He's a burner. Um, Damian Rowley had two catches for fifty mm-hmm. yards on Monday night, and is another guy that I know the organization is high on. And you know his rapport is building with Baker Mayfield. I actually talked to him today on on Browns Daily, and he said to me, you know. Being able to get those reps with Baker has really helped him out in terms of his of his timing, his chemistry with Baker, Baker knowing how he does things, him knowing how Baker wants things done. Uh, and so Damian Ratley is the guy who can help you. At tight end, you know, you've got Demetrius Harris, but the guy who actually has had the best single season of any of the other Browns three tight ends is Ricky Seals-Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, big athlete, was a former five-star recruit as a wide receiver, so he's a natural route runner. Uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on, kind of a sleeper, not from a fantasy standpoint, but just a sleeper for this Browns team is, I think, a guy who could step into some of those passing situations at tight end and, and do a good job and, and make big plays. He averaged about 16 yards a catch uh, as a rookie back in Arizona two years ago. And Nathan, one of the things that Baker Mayfield himself has acknowledged, he has to get the ball out of his hands quicker. Uh, he's a big yeah. play guy, wants to make the big shot. We get That's what we love about Baker. Right? He's, a, he's a playmaker. However... If against this Rams team, you hold on to the ball too long, uh, Aaron Donald is going to be in your face all night. How do you think they combat that? Yeah, they're going to have to be decisive. They're yeah. going to have to have the right the right looks against the, you know what the coverages are that are being shown by the Rams. The line's going to have to do its part, and Baker's going to have to be decisive. And if the big play's not there, take the check down. That's something he mm-hmm. talked about a lot. But you mentioned Aaron Donald, the back-to-back NFL defensive player mm-hmm. of the years. You've got Michael Brockers, who's a great player in his own right, had a sack in week one. They bring in Clay Matthews. They've got Dante Fowler Jr. They can absolutely get after the quarterback. And then on the back end, you know, they will make you pay for mistakes. You've got to keep to leave, who amongst all active players leads the NFL in interceptions. You've got Marcus Peters, who amongst all players the last three years leads the league in interceptions. So they've got a ton of talent, not to mention Eric Weddle, not to mention Johnson, the strong safety who led the team a year ago with four interceptions. They're loaded. I mean, this is a loaded, complete defense, and the Browns are going to have to be efficient on offense. They're going to have to execute. They're going to have to take care of the football. And you're right, they can't hold on to it or bad things are going to happen. You mentioned Clay Matthews, and it's cool. His father, of course, former Browns great Clay Matthews II, is going to be honored. His name is going to go up in the ring of honor. So that, that should be a pretty cool moment before the game with his son being on there, even if it is for the bad guys. Yeah, that's going to be a very special moment, and many here in Northeast Ohio certainly hoping that it, this kind of can help catapult Clay Matthews into the the Pro Football yeah. Hall of Fame. But uh, a great Brown and somebody who you know the longevity he had in his career is really staggering. And yeah, I think that is going to be a pretty cool moment, and hopefully it's inspirational to the to the guys wearing brown and orange mm-hmm. uh, in those beautiful color rush uniforms, so that they're right. able to go out there and and take care of business against the Rams with all the eyes of the football world on them in a marquee matchup. That's right. Last one for you 
here, Nathan. Quick look at the AFC North. You have uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson putting up huge numbers, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, Big Ben, gone. Mason Rudolph, in. One of those situations, we don't really know what to expect out of Mason Rudolph with the Steelers, out of the offense, but obviously for the Browns' chances to at least keep pace with the Ravens at this point and make a playoff push with the Steelers seemingly down and out, uh, that's got to be making some people feel pretty good in the building, I would think. Absolutely, but the Browns have to take care of their business. Yeah, right. You know, yep. they've got to go out yep. there, and, and they have a very tough schedule here in the early going. And how they get through that is going to really determine this season. They don't play the Steelers until late in the year and in November, so they've got to do what they need early on here. The Ravens are two and zero. They played Miami and Arizona, and they'll get obviously a much bigger test this week against Kansas City. And you look at that one and say, all right, well, if Kansas City can knock off the Ravens, the Browns can knock off the Rams. You know, they could both be 2-1 and one heading into that week yeah. four showdown in Baltimore for first place. So, yeah, this is a massively important time. The, the division is ripe. Cincinnati is struggling. The Steelers have lost Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, it's, it seems right now it's, it's the Ravens on top, the Browns in second. The Browns have all the talent to compete with and, and be the best team in this division. They need to go out. They need to, to take care of business and do it. Nathan, always a pleasure. An annual tradition you coming on the show, uh, and always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Pleasure to join you. Thank you so much, and go Browns. There he is, Nathan Zagura, host of Browns Daily on ESPN 850 and senior Browns broadcaster. Get him on Twitter. Great follow, at Nathan Zagura. And folks, listen, it's almost winter time, right? I know that's nice weather outside, but it, it's fall. Get your roof bookings in now. If you need a new roof, if you need a roof repair, do not wait until it's too cold. You don't want to take a chance over the winter, and there's only one spot to go to. Megacityroofing.com My guy Tom there, uh, my neighbor had it done by Tom, absolutely loved the experience, quality, reliable, on time, no pressure quote. So if you're even thinking, maybe it's time, maybe it's not, have them come out, take a look. A no pressure quote at Megacityroofing.com 416-419-9836 But check them out, Megacityroofing.com Across the GTA it's the right thing to do right now. If you have any questions for repair for a new roof, megacityroofing.com. We're going to take the break. Some fantasy football talk. Get your questions in. Use hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81. Rich Dotson, founder of DynastyNerds.com, joins me next here on TSN 4 Downs. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. SN Four Downs Week Three in the National Football League is here. I'm Andy McNamara coming to you live from the ESPN 850 Cleveland Studios in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. It's my annual Cleveland weekend, fourth one doing the show. TSN Four Downs. Big thanks, Aaron Goldhammer, Jordan Klimak, Chris Oldak, all the guys here at the studio who uh, help set us up and being able to do the show. Still to come, we'll have our big three picks while we'll my fantasy football sleepers, but. Let's jump on the Domino's Pizza delivery line now and welcome in our guy, Rich Dotson, founder of DynastyNerds.com. Get your fantasy football questions in using hashtag at AskAndy on Twitter at DynastyRich and at AndyMC81. Rich, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, Andy. Welcome to beautiful Cleveland, oh, Ohio. It, the weather's great. It's like, it's like Florida out here, man. It's great. It's, oh, it's, it's spectacular. 
Uh, I got to ask you this right it. off the bat, man. Right off the bat. Um, it, should Gardner Minshew just be owned in all formats because he is awesome at everything in life on and off the field? Is, is that safe to say? Yeah, he's looked absolutely. <laughs> I mean, for a rookie, he's looked pretty fantastic. He yeah. looks fantastic. I mean, look good, feel good, so he's got to be feeling great. <laughs> yes. We should all have the confidence in life that Gardner Minshew the second has. I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> coming out of that. Thursday night game looking forward I was these are two interesting fantasy running backs to me Rich because you got Derrick Henry who really kind of sucked for most of last year came on strong at the end was being overdrafted and outside of the Browns game has been hot and cold he had a touchdown but averages 2.6 yards per carry last game and Leonard Fournette hasn't been anything spectacular where do you put a Henry and a Fournette moving forward at the rest of this fantasy season because they seem really to be kind of that unreliable type of back yeah, I mean, right now, the, the offensive line's not doing Leonard Fournette any favors. But what's really nice about Leonard Fournette is he's really being utilized in the passing game. So he's catching yeah. some footballs this year, which has elevated him to double-digit fantasy scores. Meanwhile, Derrick Henry, he's just not really viable in the passing game. That two yards per carry, sometimes you're going to get that. He's going to really be a hit-and-miss running back. It's the reason he was running back 39 going into the playoffs last year. Uh, I know he had a big game versus the Browns. After week two, it was a so-so game, but he had that one-yard touchdown. But all his touchdowns are those one-yard touchdowns. So, for me, Henry is always one of those hit-and-miss players that you got to expect you're going to get a couple duds from. Uh, if he's your solid number one running back, you're in trouble. If he's your number two running back, you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. I feel much better about a guy like Leonard Fournette, who's actually viable in the passing game this year, than a guy like Derrick Henry. Rich, what about the quarterback situation? Cam Newton ruled out, not to say you were going to be popping him in anytime soon because of his, he's just looked off, he seems broken, but Ben Roethlisberger, done for the year. Drew Brees, out for six weeks. If you're advising people on their waiver wire who might have had some of these quarterbacks, who are you looking at? Like I'm still thinking uh, somebody like an Andy Dalton that's widely available. He's putting up big numbers. Is there anybody that you, you like off the waiver wire that people should be looking at for their fantasy lineups? Yeah, Andy. Andy Dolan's a viable option. He's leading the NFL in passing right now, which is a nice, uh, nice option out there for somebody who could just, you know, when you're when you're desperate, that's not a terrible option. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett for the Colts hmm. is probably on your waiver wire. This is a guy uh, who's had two okay starts. He's got over 16 points per game uh, right now. He's only got one interception compared to five touchdowns. He's getting it done. Got some nice weapons out there as well. So Jacoby Brissett is somebody who might be steady Eddie down the line that you can actually get in your lineup. He's got 34 rushing yards, so he's going to give you a little bit of viable options on the ground. They play in a dome, which also helps the quarterback when they're playing at home. Definitely would get late, late down to the playoff stretch. So I think Jacoby Brissett's a nice waiver wire add when you're, if you're a little bit desperate. And right now, NFL's losing 25% of their starting quarterbacks. Cool. So you got to imagine a couple of teams are pretty desperate at quarterback. No doubt. In conversation with Rich Dotson, founder of DynastyNerds.com on Twitter, at Dynasty Rich. Got a couple of Twitter questions here for you, Rich, and you can, again, get Rich at, uh, at Dynasty Rich and at AndyMC81. This one coming from Jack, full point PPR. Who do I put in my flex spot? Nelson Aguilar, Philly versus Detroit, or McCole Hardman against the Ravens? And when we look at that, Rich, Hardman with Tyreek Hill being out is... It's interesting, but it's one of those two backs that you might not know who's going to get the most targets. What do you think about that in the flex, Aguilar or, uh, or Hardman? Yeah, I'd actually go Nelson Aguilar with Deshaun Jackson out, Alshon Jeffrey banged, banged up. Uh, everybody's really Dallas Scott or hurt out there in uh, Philadelphia as well. They don't have a lot of options. And Aguilar is somebody who really took advantage 
of his opportunity again uh, last week. He had eight catches for 107 yards, scored a touchdown, and saw 11 targets. You know, this is a former first-round pick who they picked up the option out there. Al Galore is somebody you could trust. He's going to see the targets. He's acclimating that offense. I'd go with Nelson Aguilar where Kansas City, you know, I like Nicole Hardman, but he is a rookie, mm-hmm. explosive. But they do move the round, ball around out there. Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Demarcus Robinson. I'd go Nelson Aguilar coming off that 11 targets, 107 yards, and a score last week. Got another Twitter question here. Frank Gore or Chris Thompson for my RB2? Yeah, you have to go Frank Gore here. Devin Singletary's been ruled out, and the Bengals' yeah. offense right defense right now is not looking good. They're giving up over 213 yards per game, over five yards per carry to opposed and running backs, and two and a half touchdowns. This is a great setup game for Josh Allen and Frank Gore to move the ball on the ground. Frank Gore is going to get a lot more carries here with Devin Singletary being out. It's going to be him and T.J. Yeldon. Look for Frank Gore to carry the rock there. He's a great, not-so-obvious start for your roster this week. Get Frank Gore in your lineup as running back, too. Now, Rich, I'm here in Cleveland going to the Sunday night game against the Rams. Let's look at that matchup, and maybe it's something with a a DraftKings showdown option or just players you're going to want to look at to pop into your your fantasy lineup. The Browns are banged up as a whole. Uh, On the Cleveland side, outside of an OBJ, is there anybody who you're looking at with David Njoku ruled out for the foreseeable future? Well, you're obviously starting uh, Odell Beckham, you know, every single week. Jarvis yeah. Landry is, you know, we got Luke's going to get a little bit more involved, but the Browns have to realize they have to give Nick Chubb more carries. They and he's to. actually getting a little bit more involved in the passing game. And with the way the we look to expect the Rams to rush Baker Mayfield and really put the pressure on him, look for Nick Chubb to be a little bit more viable in the screen game uh, this week. I look for Nick Chubb to have his biggest game of the year versus the Rams. I can't wait, Andy. I'll be down there tomorrow night as well. Maybe you stop and uh, cheers a soda together. Yes. Uh, but I look for Nick Chubb to be very viable here uh, versus the Rams. If the, if the Browns do pull off the victory, obviously Baker Mayfield's got something to do with it, but look for Nick Chubb to be the MVP of this game coming away with the W. On the Rams side right now, you're looking at you have all their options out there in the receiving game. Cooper Cup looks great. Gurley, you, know, you have to be worried about that. With him splitting carries with Malcolm yeah. Brown, definitely inside the red zone. The receivers for both sides, Andy, so far through week two, neither opposing defense has given up a pass and touchdown. Neither defense. Hmm. With the Browns secondary banged up this week, though, Denzel Ward, uh, Greedy Williams, that might change. This is going to be the toughest receiving uh, core they're going to see all season long with Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, and Robert Woods. They have their – they have their uh, – they have their uh, – they're in trouble. Yeah, they're, they, they, got, they got a lot to look forward here. Hey, you know what? And Rich, I was thinking when it comes to DFS, um, Cooper Cup might be my receiver of choice if it's if you're picking from the Rams, simply because their right tackle, the right side of their offensive line, it's banged up. You know, Miles Garrett is going to try to feast on that, which means Jared Goff is going to have to get rid of the ball quicker if he doesn't want to be Trevor Simeon planted into the dirt. And that's maybe where Cooper Cup has uh, could come out with some more value on the, the DFS side than maybe a Robert Woods or a Brandon Cooks this week. What do you think? Yeah, Cooper Cup's like he's he's the one guy in that offense that's absolutely consistent. He's yeah, always going to yeah. get his targets. He's going to catch his you know like you mentioned. He's right there in the middle. He's Jared Goff's safety net. Like when everybody else has that big tight end, he uses Cooper Cup. You got Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks on the outside. So Cooper Cup has great hands, great route runner. So he is the safety net out there for the Rams. And with Kirksey out, that's going to help him as well. 
that, in that secondary. So I look for Cooper Cup. To, you know, very good option to be the number one pass catching PPR receiver for the Rams tomorrow night. Last one for you here, Rich. All right, and we're going to get to this in the big three picks of the next uh, segment to finalize the show. But I can't remember the last time I've seen two NFL games on the same day with over 20-point spreads. The Dallas Cowboys, a 23-point favorite over the Dolphins. And then then you have the Patriots, 21-point favorites over the Jets. Which team do you think you should stack up more in your fantasy lineup, whether it's DFS or or, or just uh, slotting into your starting season long? Cowboys or Patriots here? Because those two, oh boy, th- th- those should just be total blowouts. Yeah, you're definitely going to stack up on the Cowboys between the two. You know, I-, I thought that Le- Jets line was a little bit uh, funny just because you would expect the Jets, who have an okay defense, you know, it's not the worst mm-hmm. in the NFL, to really just run the ball and try to maintain the clock with the one of the best running backs in the NFL, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, but right there, you're going to go with the Cowboys. Right now, that offense is cooking. Dak oh, yeah. Prescott, you know, top five play this week. Anytime you get a, a fantasy football player in the NFL playing against a college team, you've got to take <laughs> advantage of that. And that's what they're doing this way. The, Cow- the Cowboys play the Miami Dolphins. Zeke Elliott, uh, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper out there. Look for Randall Cobb to be a really nice, sneaky start, start out there. If you're looking for receiver help, Randall Cobb could possibly be out on the waiver wire with Michael Gallup getting that knee scope. He's going to be the number two weapon on that offense. Currently wide receiver 37 on the year. Hmm. He's a really great not so obvious start for the week. If you need a receiver this week because maybe you had Deshaun Jackson or somebody's banged up, there's a matchup you don't like, Randall Cobb, he's a great guy to get in that lineup. To get it in. Rich, tell people where they can find all your great work. You can find us at DynastyNerds.com where you can learn a whole new way to play fantasy football. It's Dynasty Fantasy Football. It's 365 days a year. You can check out the Dynasty Nerds podcast drops out every Wednesday, anywhere you can find yourself a podcast. And, of course, if you ever want some fantasy football advice or just to chat fantasy football in general, you can hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. Great job, buddy. And you know what? Yeah, let's, uh, let's chat offline here. We'll definitely share a brew before the game tomorrow. Love it. Sounds good. I'll hit you up, Andy. Thanks. All right. Go thanks, Browns. buddy. There he is, Rich Dotson. On Twitter, as he said, at Dynasty Rich. Check out all his great work, DynastyNerds.com. Okay, we're going to take the break, wrap it up with hashtag AskAndy for fantasy football questions, tips, advice, whatever you need. Send it right now at AndyMCD1. Use hashtag AskAndy. We'll do our big three game picks of the week and a couple fantasy sleepers as well for your lineup. We wrap up TSN 4 Downs next here on TSN 1050. Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marbled cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. Wrap up TSN Four Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, TSN 1040 Vancouver. I'm coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks to our good friends at ESPN 850 Cleveland from their studios doing the show. Going to be heading down to see the uh, Indians game tonight against the Phillies, and then Sunday night football: Browns versus the Rams. Hopefully, hopefully, a good showing for the Browns. They are. They are banged up. They are banged up. But we got a lot to get to here. We got big three picks. We got some fantasy football talk as well. So use hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81. You can make sure you follow on uh, twitch.tv slash AndyMacLive. You can see behind the scenes as well. And, folks, perfect football food, dominoes.ca. 
That's where you go. Get some pizza. Large four-topping pizza. Just $12.99. The mix-and-match menu where you can go pizza or side dishes like cheesy bread. How about the boneless chicken? The underrated pasta. Marbled cookie brownie. Try it all. Check out the great carryout and delivery deals at dominoes.ca. That's dominoes.ca. Let's bring in our producer, Arad Asvandi. Arad, what do we got for Ask Andy, brother? Well, let's begin with uh, the something near and dear to my heart. Andy, how would you rate this trade that I made with Carlo Koliakovo? Oh. I traded him Mike Evans okay. for Matthew Stafford. Now, Ooh. that being said, the only quarterback on my roster was Cam Newton. Uh, I think that... You were kind of over the barrel there a little bit, right? You kind of was there anybody left on the waiver wire? Because I guess we're you know what we're in a pretty deep league. Our TSN Four Downs Listener League. It's a sixteen team league, so you probably didn't have too many other options, right? No, I tried to pick up Derek Carr. I couldn't. I tried to pick up Joe Flacco. I couldn't. So it was either Josh Rosen or Matthew Stafford. You know what, man? I'm I'm digging Matt Stafford right now. I think the Lions are a bit underrated how they've been performing. He's finding Kenny Galladay and Evans. While the upside long-term obviously is there, it's been the Chris Godwin show for whatever reason in Tampa Bay. So I like it. I think that's a good idea. And you know what? We should say this. I can't wait as this season progresses, Arad, because the final prize, the top prize, along with with, uh, different prizes throughout from NFL Canada, our buddies there, is a custom fantasy rings championship ring. Now, I got two of those, and you can check them out on Twitter at FootballRings and CustomFantasyRings.com. Absolutely gorgeous ring so we'll be battling for that but yeah you know what all right you're in a pinch you made the deal what are you going to do stafford's been looking real good exactly thank you thank you giving me hope i like it (laughs) good start to ask andy all right yes our first question is from at isles fan in montreal what a lost soul there hashtag ask andy would you trade brendan cooks for garoppolo and jarvis landry breeze is my qb my other wide receivers are julio and marvin jones if I don't deal my, if I don't make this deal, my QBs are Cousins and Mason Rudolph. Boy, you know what? It seems almost similar to your quandary there, Rod. Right? Like you're, you're stuck. Jimmy Garoppolo's been popping. He's got some good matchups coming up as well, right? Like I think, I think I might make that deal. I think I might make that deal. Uh, you get Garoppolo, Mason Rudolph. We don't know. Like, dude could go out and ball out. It is an absolute guess, and Kirk Cousins has done nothing from a fantasy perspective. So I'd say you you pull the the trigger, make that deal. You face a Steelers team that is going to be absolutely all over the place without Big Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, perfect world, maybe you don't have to make that decision, but the pinch that he's in, I say go for it. I'm with you, man. Part of the Fantasy League fun is making trades, so why not? Really like, right? Roll the dice. Have right. some fun with it, man. Yeah. Don't take yourself too seriously. <laughs> Next one, at Poirier Alex. Ooh. Hashtag Ask Andy. Hey, Andy. Time to choose my three wide receivers for the weekend. Who should I start? John Brown versus the Bengals. Marquise Brown versus the Chiefs. Jarvis Landry versus the Rams. Brendan Cooks versus the Browns, hmm. and Debo Samuel versus the Steelers. Thanks. All right. So out of those ones, who is the best? I'm kind of liking the, the underdog, Debo Samuel. He's been flying under some radars and has been popping. However, I would say the Cincinnati defense is banged up. The Bills are clicking and rolling. So I'm going to go with John Brown. And I know, listen, I know Marquise Brown and the Ravens, they could they could flash against Kansas City and put up some big numbers, but John Brown is really the target, the prime target 
that Josh Allen is going to be going to. They're going to be feeding Frank Gore a lot, too. He's going to be available on a lot of waiver wires, too, folks. So make sure you go pick up Frank Gore. Um, I did. I have Devin Singletary as my RB, two. He's out, so I was able to grab Gore. I would lean towards John Brown's second-place Marquise Brown. And he needs a third one. Oh, and he needs a third one. Okay, so let's go uh, the two Browns, and then go Debo Samuel. I think the Browns' defense, it's undermanned, but Cooper, uh, like I talked with Rich Dotson, Cooper Cup is going to be the prime target there because the Browns are going to be heavy on the front four pass rush. They're going to be pressuring, and Jared Goff, if he doesn't want to end up in the dirt, is going to have to get the ball out quick, and if you have to get out quick, you go to Cooper Cup. So go John Brown, Marquise Brown, and Debo. I'm with you with that one, man. Beautiful. Finally, from Amanda on Twitter, should I pick up Gardner Minshew and make him my starting QB? I lost Drew Brees as my starter. Well, see, just the like interest story. I just want more Gardner Minshew content, like all the time. I think he's, the, I think he's just the, the most fascinating story. If you add the second to your name when it's not actually you're not a junior or the second, that's pretty ballsy. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, you had Minshew there as an intro. Now, you're not going to replace a big starter, but if you're in a pinch with guys like Cam Newton's out, Big Ben's out, Drew Brees is out, you have Gardner Minshew, who has lightning in a bottle right now. Think about the next couple weeks. They play Denver. That defense isn't what it should be. Carolina, without Cam Newton, they're going to be up against the wall. And New Orleans, you can get some yards on. And then Cincinnati and the Jets after. So you have a nice chunk of time where Gardner Minshew, now maybe teams figure him out, right? Maybe teams come back and, and get on him. But right now, I don't hate that. Pick him up on waivers and then keep an eye on somebody else. So there you go. So that is uh, Ask Andy. All right, all right, let's get to some picks this week, huh? Let's go. The Big Three. All right, this is kind of the... The way I want to go with this, uh, uh, Rod, we, we talked about it earlier in the show. You have two 20-plus favorites. I've never seen that before. Cowboys, 23-point favorites on the Dolphins. Patriots, 21-point favorites on the Jets. Who is more likely to cover their spread? I'm going to go Cowboys over the Dolphins because Miami, they've che- the players are openly checked out. If you score on them early, they will tap. They will quit. So I think the Cowboys there, whereas... You still have Greg Williams. You still have, um, if Quinta Williams comes back and is healthy for the Jets, Jamal Adams, you have, not that the Jets are going to contend with New England at all, but I could feel that more of like a 14, 15, 16 point win rather than 20 plus. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Pat's offense isn't clicking. Their defense is lights out right now. Yeah, man. But their offense isn't clicking yet. No AB either. No AB. And like their defense has been bent but not break. So they do give up like a couple of first downs, but they just don't get scored on, right? So I yeah, do feel like yeah. a lot of the clock will be chewed out like that. Like if you watch the Patriots Dolphins game last week, it was the first game that was done, yeah. right? Because both teams were running the ball. Both teams were just be done with it. It's the same thing with the Jets. I feel like Cowboys will run up the score because, you know, Dak Prescott wants a new contract. Zeke wants to prove himself. All that. The Patriots, paid, baby. exactly. Patriots aren't going to run up the score. They're going to, you know, lead by twenty-one, run the ball. Maybe Jets yep. get a couple field goals. Yeah, you never know. Eke it out. Eke it out. And last one here: Rams Browns Sunday Night Football in Cleveland. The game I'm going to be at. The Rams three and a half point favorites arrive. Maybe it's the fandom in me. I wouldn't listen to me on this one to bet money on Browns with the upset. Last minute three point. Field goal kick, baby. Okay, and it's going to be Austin Seibert. It's going to be through the uprights. Time expires. Browns win over the Rams. I don't know if that's the fandom. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't listen to you either. 
I'm going to pick <laughs> the Rams. I feel like they'll win by a touchdown at least. Oh, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong, Arad. And real quick, uh, if you're looking to pop in some sleepers to your DraftKings.com fantasy lineups, I got a couple real good ones for you, okay? So you're going to look want to look at Hunter Renfro for the Raiders this week. He had the most targets. Rookie. Uh, fifth round pick, most targets of the Ra- any receiver, uh, Raiders receiver last week, more than Williams, more than Waller. So go Hunter Renfro, a $3,700 value there for your DraftKings lineup. Pop him in, in the slot. He can make guys miss, and that's going to be a value play that might pay off. Also, Matt Ryan's only 5700 bucks. He is a l- lower half uh, price quarterback here for the Falcons. Why is, why is nobody giving Matty Ice any respect? Averaging 312 passing yards, 24.33 DraftKings points over the last two games. Bring it on. Give me Matty Ice on the road against the Colts. Let's go. So those are a couple of value plays. You can check the others out at DraftKings Playbook to pop into your DraftKings lineup. All right, folks, that's it. I'm going to go head off, have some lunch, go to the Indians game, have fun here in Cleveland with the Browns-Rams game. If you miss any of the show, make sure you check it out on the TSN 1050.ca show page or on Twitter at AndyMC81. For Arad, for Chris, I'm Andy McNamara. Thanks to the guys here at ESPN 850 Cleveland, the studios, uh, hooking us up here. You've been listening to TSN 4 Downs.